Yo, what's up? It's Bree and Katie, and this is the Considerate Joy Podcast. Hello. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Um, Katie's laughing at me because she says I start things well, but really, I just think I. I'm chaotic and it's funny, so that's how I started things. Um, My whole vibe. Today's episode is a special one because we are going to be talking about things that we learned in 2021 Mm -hmm. um, to start off this new year of 2022. Um, I believe you learn everything for a reason, and so um, learning the things that we've learned from this past year and bringing them into the new year will help us be all the more successful Mm. with that year. And so I don't know if you had something in particular you wanted to say or not. Like to start off with? Yeah. Do you want to start us Uh, off? Sure. Okay. So what I was actively thinking about as Brie was talking was something that I wanted to mention Because, you know, like everyone does, I posted a 2021 recap video on my Instagram because I'm just so cool. I just so hip with the kids and that made me sound old. Wow. Anywho, so (laughs) something I was thinking about as Brie was talking was something I was going to include in the recap. And I kind of left it out of like the caption was just how much I appreciated some of the ministry experiences that I had near the beginning of 2021. So kind of from, it started in 2020. So it was like September 2020 to June of 2021, almost said 2022 bless. So from September 2020 to June 2021, I was helping with a plant church for our home church. And really from like February to June, I very much learned from a ministry aspect, like how I want to lead people and what it looks like to lead people the way like I feel like I can best lead them because everyone leads differently. And that's a whole conversation for another time is different types of leaders. And that's okay. We're not all meant to lead the same. But one of the big things ministry wise that I learned this year was what it looks like to lead people the way I would lead them and understanding like applications of, you know, what I want something to look like. Cause leading people is so hard for the first time. Like it's really something you have to learn as you go. I think, I don't think anyone can just be thrown into like a group of people and be like a perfect leader because perfect leaders don't exist, but great ones do. And also something that someone told me that's kind of stuck with me ever since is that it's okay to be younger than the people that you're leading. And sometimes that's okay. And sometimes that happens. And that does not mean that the older people can't do it. It just means that the younger people may have better facilities to do it, if that makes sense. And so I just feel like I need to say that, bring that up, that that may be a word that even though you're young, that doesn't mean you can't do amazing, wonderful things. It just means you're going to do it differently than some of your other people may do it. But yeah, ministry-wise, that's, like, the big takeaway for me. But I can get into more personal stuff later. But 
for ministry, that was a huge thing for 2021. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about ministry, I feel like 2021 was really the year of that for me. Like, I feel yeah. like it was the year where I really started stepping out in to ministry into the things that God wanted me to do in a way that previously I hadn't. And so <laughs> ministry wise, <laughs> I learned some lessons. I learned some tough lessons. I would say the biggest one just being that like ministry is not about you. Mm. And I feel like very often, you know, cause I'm somebody that's called into full-time ministry. And so as somebody called into ministry um, growing up, a lot of it was, um, you're called into ministry, you this, you this, you need to do this, you need to um, read this book, you need to listen to this person, you Mm -hmm. need to, which this wasn't pushed on me by, you know, leadership or mentors or anybody Um, that had a greater influence in my life, but just people in passing or my family, some of them prior to um, 2021 really didn't have that relationship with Jesus that was on a firm foundation. And so Mm -hmm. they would be like, oh, well, you're going into ministry, you pray, or you're going Mm -hmm. into ministry, you this. And being somebody that did start more publicly preaching and speaking and all those things this year. Like, ministry is not about you. And ministry is not about me. When I'm on a stage saying something or giving a message or having a talk or whatever it is, it is not about me. And Mm -hmm. I would not be able, and this is for all pastors, we you know, whatever, we would not be able to do what it is that God is calling us to do without God. Yeah. And so people will tell me, you still have such a natural talent for speaking, and I do. And, you know, that's a talent and a gift that God has blessed me with. But I cannot go on the stage and give a message and it be successful and it be what I was, you know, for me to consider a successful night I have to be obedient to the Lord. But mm-hmm. I cannot go on stage and it be a successful sermon. It reach the audience. It be obedience to the Lord if I am not leaning on the Lord. And so I feel like a lot of times we look up to people in ministry and um, we put them on a pedestal, which is somewhat biblical because they do face more judgment from God, they do have a responsibility to shepherd the flock. Mm. Um, And so in some sense, yes, there is a platform. There is an expectation. However, there are not people in ministry, if they are doing it the right way and with the right intention, and they are truly doing it for God for the right reasons, cannot be successful without the Lord. And so um, I've preached sermons that have gone really well and I have preached sermons that have been okay at best and the difference was did I pray Hmm. did I pray about what I was speaking did I pray about the way I was gonna say it did I pray 
about the effect that it would have on my audience. Mm -hmm. And so really just knowing this year, along with other things, that ministry to be most successful, to reach people, to bring people to salvation has to be rooted in the Lord more than anything else, more than who the pastor is, more than who the speaker is, more than who the worship team is. It has to be focused on Jesus or it is not going to be what it needs to be. Learning that. Also just learning too that like you have to work with people that you don't like. You have to work with people that you don't trust. You have to work with people that you don't, you're not the biggest fan of. And the Lord tells us um, in the word that he gives us, you know, authorities that we have for a reason. And so there have been many, many times throughout 2021 that I didn't like something that was going on. I didn't understand something that was going on. I didn't understand people and why people were doing the things that they were doing. And this is within Christian settings and within non-Christian settings as well. Like this is not directed at anything in particular, but, you know, just learning that I have to submit to my authority. I have to submit to my bosses. I have to submit to my pastors. I have to Mm -hmm. submit to my leadership. I have to submit to God because God has placed the authorities that we have for a reason. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, but I know that I trust the word and that's what the word says. I know that I trust God and that's the structure for the way that he has set things up is that Mm -hmm. we submit to the authorities that Mm -hmm. we have been given. And so just learning how to do that and saying, you know what, God, like, even though I don't understand what's going on, I've submitted to my authority and I've submitted to you. So I know that you're going to handle it because I have done on my part what I need to do Mm -hmm. in this situation. I have prayed about it. I have submitted to my authority. I've submitted to you and I have maintained integrity and character to not make these situations worse. And so doing that, mm-hmm. knowing that you've done what you needed to do before the Lord. And then also I learned the fruit of that is that God takes care of it. Yeah. The fruit of that is that he sets you free mm-hmm. to not worry about those things. Because when you cast your anxiety onto him, he handles it. He handles it. He is the one mm-hmm. that will take care of it. And so just learning to lean on him, submit to him in all things, and then trusting him that he'll handle it. And he Mm -hmm. has, and he has handled the things that I've been worried about beautifully Mm -hmm. and handled them in the best way and in the best time because that's who he is. So, yeah, those were the two major things that I learned um, in ministry this year. And I was going to say off of that, that's such... A maturity thing, I feel. That, let me explain because <laughs> I'm trying to make a point about ex- prefacing my point. In life, as you grow older, I feel like it becomes more prevalent that you have good bosses and you have kind of bad bosses, and you may have bosses you don't agree with, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but understanding that God put you in that situation for a reason, whether it's like spiritual leadership or literally just like your day-to-day job leadership like God put you under that person for a reason whether it's to learn something really great like maybe 
they taught you this, you know, new life skill or they taught you how to better, like, lead a small group or, like, anything like that or whether it's a lesson of what not to be and, like, the wrong ways to do things so that you don't, you know, slip up and do that to other people. Like, just in life, I feel like everything is set for a reason, even though, you know, I've had many situations where I'm not agreed with my superiors and I've you know looking back I'm just like okay this is you know what God taught me through that situation this isn't even spiritual leadership this is just life leadership and God's like you know been like yeah but now you learned you know xyz and so I feel like just life in general that's a great life lesson is how learning how to be respectful even if you don't agree with your leadership but also not selling yourself short because I learned that lesson where I really let myself be taken advantage of in 2021 by some bosses of mine. That's all I'm about to say. I'll probably get into that later this episode even. But learning to respect your leadership to an extent, but also learning when you need to respect yourself and your mental well-being. But again, that's a whole other point. Yeah, so uh, this is going to get like kind of deep, but not too deep because I don't want to make no one sad. Can I go into some personal things that I learned? Yes, do All right, it. Cool. cool. Mm. I really don't know how to segue from anything ever. It's one of the things that I struggle with. So I usually just make it awkward and I make a joke about it. So 2021 for me, I went into it with such high hopes. Like, I was so excited. And then really during the end of the spring... And into the summer, I struggled really hard. I probably will go into more detail about it in a different episode because that's just, I mean, that's just a testimony in of itself. And I can make a whole episode about that. But the summer for me in 2021 was such a task. It was such a moment. It was an amalgamation of a lot of things. I was in between jobs to people that I was super close with, had moved back for the summer and Obviously, they come back for the semesters because they go to the, the same college I do. But, you know, they moved back for the summer and I was in between jobs and my depression was just kicking me in the butt. And there was some just life changes all kind of happening at once, which is just how it goes in my life. Everything kind of happens at once. But that really threw me for like a big loop. <laughs> and I struggled for a while like I got like really depressed and I was like going through it but something I learned out of that situation and honestly out of getting better after the summer but then you know falling back and struggling again and still trying to pick myself back up like what I learned is how to love myself through how God loves me if that makes sense and this is in a lot of aspects but I've learned through 2021 if nothing else how to better love other people and also how to better love myself because of how God has showed his love through other people in my life when I needed it as he does because <laughs> he's God and he can and so a big thing for me was learning how to love myself even though I mess up a lot and I'm my own worst critic as we all are and I beat myself up too much as most of us do and learning how to like look at a mistake that I make even if it's something like I made 
a worse grade than I wanted to on a test or if I like slipped up or like anything like that like from little to big mess ups just looking at it from the eyes of like yes I may have messed up but like I'm still trying so hard every day to like be better and that really is what God sees he's not going to be like man Katie this mess up you did I'm just never gonna let you forget it it's just it's just gonna be tied to you forever like he's like no like I've already redeemed you from it before it even happened so just you know do better try and be better and that's at the end of the day the best you can do and again I could go on a whole I can make 14 episodes about mental health because I really just be going through it but just knowing that it's okay to forgive yourself and it's okay to love other people because God loved them first and God loved you first and that's just like a huge thing for me and I have to remind myself a lot that like God loved me before I ever was confident in myself you know God loved me when I was anxious and talking bad about myself 30 times a minute you know God loved me at my worst so why can't I you know because we're supposed to love like Jesus loves and anywho that again before I tangent just learning that it's okay to love yourself and learning the proper ways to love yourself with how God has displayed it in your life that's like a big personal thing for me in 2021 yeah that's so good and um I know so many people struggle with that and struggle with forgiving themselves and um so I'm so glad that you said that because I feel like so many people in our world need to hear it my story for what I learned kind of started at the end of 2020 I am obsessed with Sadie Robertson um (laughs) if you know me you know that already and if you don't if you have connections please I just want to meet her once (laughs) And so, so, no, I, you know, I saw she's always done, like, words for the year and all of that stuff. And so, personally, I was like, well, I want to do a word for the year, but I don't want to just pick a word. I, Mm. you know, really want, you know, to have a word that is from the Lord. And so, I was just praying, God, give me a word. Give me a word that I'm going to genuinely be able to learn from throughout this entire year. And so I pray, and at the same time, I'm working a retail job, and um, this necklace comes in to our, um, what's it called, inventory, and it's got the word valor on it. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, I genuinely did not understand what valor meant. So I looked it up, and it's um, having courage in battle and all of these things. And then I looked up, and the Hebrew version kind of was more about, like, spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. And so I was really confused. I was like, you know, because a lot of the meaning of the word, too, also has to do with courage and bravery. And I was like, Lord, I'm courageous. I'm not a fearful person. Like, what are you—this couldn't be right. Like, this couldn't be the Lord— trying to get me to use this word. So I just continued to pray about it and pray about it. And um, nobody bought the necklace. And so I just kept seeing it over and over and over again. And the Lord was just like showing me like, no, like this is your word. And so I didn't really understand it, but I was like, okay, God, like, so this is 
you know, your word. And so I had the word for the year. The year's going along well early in the year. So like maybe like March or May or somewhere around that time, I started dealing with really, really bad anxiety. Mm. And that was something that I didn't have experience with just because I had a season where, you know, I I had depression. Mm. The Lord set me free from it, which I'm thankful for. And I don't really understand why, because I know that that is something that, you know, people deal with for like their entire lives. And so I don't really understand why um, God decided to set me free from that, but he did. And so I knew that side of mental health, but I never dealt with anxiety. And so just dealing with that really was a battle. It was something that I had to be courageous in. I had to be honest when things were triggering for me. I had to be honest when I was feeling overwhelmed, um, which also takes courage because you never want to ask for help. You never want to speak up. You never want to admit that you're struggling. And I especially don't because I have a pride problem. You know, something that I have to deal with daily is my pride, but it was just it was just a hard season. And so I've gotten to a point now where I can do things preemptively as to try to set myself up for success when it comes to that area. And so I do things to try and make it. And I learned a lot in that season of what are the things that makes me anxious and a lot of them I could control. And so just like making it easier on myself, making my environment, you know, where I can thrive better, communicating and just making it easier for myself. And so just going through that and learning through all that really was a battle and was something that, you know, the Lord used that word of valor to teach me a lot in that season. And then as things started opening up, I really just began to have like irrational fears, just like random things. And I'll give a very specific example. I was terrified that I was going to get shot. Hmm. And I remember this. I hadn't been around guns. I hadn't been around gun violence. I hadn't had any kind of um, traumatic experience related to that. So it was one of those things that did kind of come out of nowhere. Like I, you know, it wasn't like I'd been exposed to anything like that. And so it really did paralyze me. I would avoid places. I would avoid going out. I I would literally like drive down the road. And if a car like pulled next to me at a red light, like I would panic because I thought they were just going to shoot me. And like, I mean, it's the strangest thing strangest thing because mm. again like prior to this year I really did not deal with fear you know and now it's like crazy that I'd gone so long without experiencing that because fear is something that a lot of people experience a lot of people have to deal with and so it's crazy that I even went 19 years without having any kind of serious fear you know I mean I'm scared of heights but like that's really the closest thing like I just and so I remember specifically at you know summer camp a mentor just speaking that over me and saying like 
no weapon's going to harm you. Like, you're under the authority of God. Like, nothing can happen to you unless the Lord allows it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, and I was just like, yeah, like, you're right. And, you know, there was some healing in my heart, but it wasn't until a worship experience where God really just, like, showed that to me and Mm -hmm. showed me that. And so I just, I got set free from that fear, which was really such a huge thing, especially because of some recent events. There was actually a shooting on my street, and I was home when it happened. And so thank God that God set me free from that fear that I had, because if not, I would have been paralyzed, and that fear would have gotten worse Mm -hmm. because of that experience that I had. And so thank God that when it did come to the point where I had an experience with a shooting, I wasn't afraid because of what God had already done. And so that was just another battle that the Lord really brought me through and, you know, revealed himself and showed me that I still needed to have courage and all those things. And so I'm like, okay, God, like I've learned so much. And at this point in the year, it's like August. And I'm like, we're coming to the down stretch of the year. Mm. I'm content with what I have learned. I am good to go. Or so I thought. And so August, my cousin passes away from COVID. Weeks and months later, my grandma, well, she would get really mad at me if she heard me call her that. My Nana. Anyway, she just deals with sickness after sickness. Some of them affect her mind. Some of them don't. Different areas of the body just in pain and suffering. And in the beginning, like, you know, we're praying for healing. We're praying for God to deliver her. And then as we continue on, we just realize, like, this is her life. Like, this is what how things are going to be from here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be wrong. God could decide tomorrow to completely forgive her. Like, he has the authority to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but just as of right now, that is just something that we kind of have just accepted. And so... But we were really close, and me and my mom were really close to her, and so that hit hard. It was kind of like a gut punch, and, you know, we're having to decide what to do because now her health is so bad that we can't take care of her. There's no one else to take care of her, Um, and so having to decide to put her in a home, um, watching my mom go through that grieving process, having days where, you know, she's begging us to die and then having days where she's perfectly fine because it's just so inconsistent and just day after day after day, it just being a struggle. And Paul in the New Testament talks about how there was like a thorn in his side Mm. and it's like this was that for my family because Mm -hmm. it was just something we had prayed about and... You know, it it was just something that we'd given to God, and he had just said that, you know, he just, he wasn't healing her. And I just realized that sometimes battles take time, Mm. and they take work, and they take determination, and they Mm. take not giving up, just going through something and being like yeah this sucks right now Mm. like period yeah like this sucks but am I going to focus more on my on the battle that sucks 
or am I going to focus on the person who wins every Mm. single battle? And so just deciding that, you know what? God is still good, even Mm. though this is not. Mm. That God is still who he says he is. He's still in control. He's still sovereign. He's still loving. He's still kind. God is still all of that, even though we are going through a battle. And just having to lean on him and trust him in everything and saying, I don't understand. I don't understand because she's a believer in Jesus. Mm. I don't understand why she's going through this. I don't understand why she's not with you in paradise, Lord. I don't understand why she's in pain. I don't understand why her health. I mean, to this day, it's still just disease after disease and infection after infection. And I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. She's been septic like five times in the past four months. And if you don't know what that is, it can kill you. And so she has almost died at least nine or ten times because of all the diseases and everything that she's been hit with. And I wish I was being dramatic, but I'm not. And so it's just one of those things of like, Lord, I don't understand because week after week, at least four or five times, we'll get a call saying, okay, she only has like a week left or, hey, you know, it's probably coming to an end. Y'all need to come see her or, hey, you know, it could be any day now. It could be any second now. And so just getting those calls Mm -hmm. day after day, week after week, like the last one we got was like, you know, with the way she's going right now, like, it's probably only going to be, like, two to four weeks, and that was, like, eight weeks ago, Mm. and so it's just that thing of saying, you know, I don't understand what's going on, don't understand what's going on with her body, don't understand how she keeps getting sick, don't understand, but what I do understand is you. I know who God is. Lord, I know who you are. I know what you've promised. I know in the end you're going to have the glory, Mm. and so I'm going to trust in what I do know. And I'm going to use what I do know to get me through what I don't know. I'm going to use what I do know to get me through the battle, even though it sucks. And so, you know, and that situation is not over. We don't know how it's going to end. It's still something that we're continuing to go through, but I still just trust that everything happens for a reason. I trust the Lord And I'm not going to question him. I'm not going to question him because I know that his plan is best because I've seen it over and over and over again. And so those were like the major things that God taught me through that word, valor. And I'm so thankful that that was the word that he gave me for 2021 because it really was exactly what I needed before I knew that I needed it. Mm. And it really was everything that helped me throughout the year and even just having the courage to do the things that God called me to do even just finding the courage to forgive even just finding the courage to look past conflict and pursue unity and pursue purity and holiness and all those things just having the courage to do that when your mind is telling you you're not good enough when Satan's telling you you're not good enough when all those things are going on, just still having the courage to say, I will still pursue God and I will still pursue what he has for me because it takes courage to pursue God and to pursue what he has for you. And so, yeah, that is what I learned in 2021. Wow. Wow. Here we are. Made me emotional. 
I mean, even just thinking about this podcast, like, I was, you know, every time we put out an episode, it's scary because it's not yeah. like we have this huge <clears throat> following. It's not like we have this huge amount of people that are listen- listening to us. But I had a dream, and now, you know, we have both have something that fuels us. Mm-hmm. And even if only one person listens and gets something out of it, then it was worth it. And yeah. so just having, you know, the few people that do listen, the few people that have told us that they listen, that they have gotten something from it, mm-hmm. is worth it. And so mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen with this podcast. It might blow up tomorrow. It might never blow up. But it doesn't matter because... It's for God. It's glorifying Him. It's encouraging us. It's encouraging others. And the greatest commandment is go out and make disciples. And so spread the good news of Jesus. And so, you know, that's that's what we're trying to do here. To spread a message of that, you know, joy. And so, you know, I hope y'all's 2021 experience, although chaotic for most, You learn something like we all have, whether it be ministry wise slash spiritually and or personally, because Lord, have we both learned a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I'm sending y'all all well wishes, good vibes, you know, whatever y'all want to receive from us. I just hope that y'all got something. Maybe it's just the comfort that although we all wanted this year to be better, maybe it wasn't too great and that's okay because you know we learn as we go but right and even though through all the hard things that you know I experienced I would still say that it was the best year because Mm. God was faithful because God was in every single day of my year like Mm. Jesus being in your year is what's going to make it great oh yeah and so you know, even though it was a lot and we learned a lot, it was still a good year. And so we pray, even if you would say that it was a bad year, we pray that you would see Jesus and you would say, either I want to have a relationship with Jesus or I have Jesus. And so through it all, I know that I have what I need. Yeah. Anyways, we love you guys. We will see you in the next episode. And... We pray that you have a blessed 2022, so many good things ahead. God's going to do so much. We're going to learn more, and we're going to continue to pursue him and take everything, the trials included, take it as joy because we know that God is turning all for our good and that he orchestrates everything and won't turn away from the righteous. And so we hope that... You enjoyed. (laughs) Bye. Bye.